Hey, Nikki. Hi, Abby. And hello to all of our listeners. And we want to thank you for coming back for another round of the Oak Girls podcast. Welcome. Man, the summer is dwindling down. Yeah, it's making me so sad. You know, <laughs> all, I, I saw a post that it said that August is just pumpkin spice eve. And it's like, isn't that the truth, though? Okay, so I don't like pumpkin spice lattes. Really? I am not a basic white bitch. (laughs) So, like, I like pumpkin flavoring. Um, Pumpkin spice, I can take it or leave it. It's a spice part. I don't really like allspice that much and nutmeg. I don't like anything pumpkin. But pumpkin, I'm just a big fan of. I don't like anything pumpkin. I don't like carving pumpkins. I'm just really? anti-pumpkin. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I'm not good at carving pumpkins. I actually really suck. But, like, I love Halloween and I love fall. Honestly, I love all. Like, I feel like when you're you're towards the end of a season, you're looking forward to the next season. So here we are to the middle end of summer. I'm ready for fall. Okay. I disagree, though. <laughs> I don't mind fall. I actually, like, so... I either like to be barefoot or I like to wear boots, mm-hmm. like flip flops, no in between. I don't, I take it or leave it. Yeah. So like the only thing about fall that I love is that I can start wearing my booties again. But besides that, like I'm a summer girl, like I want to be outside. I want to be by the water. I want to be wearing like as minimal clothing as possible. <laughs> I understand that. But even if I'm sweating my ass off, like. <laughs> Honestly, though, I just really haven't had much of a summer, so I'm kind of, like, butthurt about it. Like, I haven't swam. I honestly haven't done a single summer activity. Okay, so you need to come over to my pool. Yeah, I know. I need <laughs> Before to. it closes. Like, literally, last summer, I swam once. This summer, I have swam zero. Like, Damn. it's just, like, every single summer is just getting suckier and suckier as I age. Yeah, and we were – Nikki was just making fun of me because we were talking about how, like, I'm sad that summer is over. <laughs> And I was like, I feel like I haven't done anything. And she's like, bitch, you've done everything. I know. This bitch has gone to the lake. She's gone to Nashville. She had a party bus. Like, girl. I'm living my life, you know. Yeah. And it's the best one. I just want to pack as much as possible in, like, because I feel like summer just goes by so quickly. But it probably goes by quickly because I'm having fun. Yeah. And But once it's over, I then get really sad because I'm like, there's so much more I want to do. <laughs> I love winter, though. I Ugh. love snow. I mean, especially now that I work Hate from it. home, I'm going to love it even more because that expectation to have to be somewhere is completely gone. So I guess. But I just I get so bored in the winter. I don't I don't love being outside. I don't love winter activities. I guess like I would like like. I mean, ice skating is like, okay, but like I've done that like once in the last five years. I just, we just do so many inside projects during the summer. Like that's the time for us to do the inside stuff and summer is the time for us to do the outside stuff. Right. And you know me, I'm constantly changing. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't have that because I'm still in a little apartment. Yeah. (laughs) So I would say this weekend, um, like the theme of this weekend was like laughter is healing um and I just want to shout out like so I went to a comedy show on Saturday and saw Arnez J holy shit my stomach hurt so bad from laughing like he was so funny I'm so glad I went like I think the whole table like there was something for everyone 
That's awesome. I love that. And everyone, you think? So, like, even, everyone. even the person that's a little bit more sensitive was a little bit was yes. still laughing. See, that's how you know. When the right. comedian can get the sensitive person in the group and make them laugh their ass off, that's that's a great comedian. Yes. You know? Yes. So, I'm, I'm glad we went. And then I ended up watching most of Whitney Cummings' new special called Jokes. It's out on Netflix last yes. night. I have like 10 minutes left, but I was like, your girl's tired. I got to go to bed. <laughs> and so um, I definitely recommend that. But you watched. Yes, I watched the, the Nikki Glazer special. Yes. <laughs> and Sam, like, okay, so when we went to go see Nikki, I was really pumped because I saw her on an MTV show. I can't remember what the name of the show was. But that was like my first initial reaction with her because she was on that show. And all the comedians on that show I fucking love. Like was Nicole Byers. No, it was a different one where they talked about sex. And it was old when okay. we watched it. But it was really, really good. Um, so I really liked her from that. And then um we saw Nikki and I really liked her, you know, when we saw her, her live. Yeah, her stand-up. Yeah. Yeah. And then I listened to her podcast. I've seen a lot of her comedy specials online, on YouTube, um, comedy like all of that stuff. But this special was so fucking funny yeah. and there's something that needs to be said about it she one thing that sam and i both noticed and admired is that she talks about her vagina like a man talks about her penis yes <laughs> fuck yeah nikki like way to take feminism to the next step we shouldn't be so ashamed to talk about our fucking vaginas because you know what our vaginas do way more shit than a penis does. I mean, I think our listeners know we are not afraid to talk about it. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But she is constantly talking about her vagina. She's talking about her asshole. She's talking yep. about pooping. She's talking about sex like a man. And she talks is about how she's like a dirty girl. Like she, I, so on her podcast, she was saying, she's like, yeah, one of the reviews was that like, I looked so, you know, cute and pretty and had my hair professionally done and my makeup professionally done. And I was in this like really cute, like tailored outfit. But, like, she is a dirty girl, and she's, like, it's, like, just ironic. Like, she's, like, that's the point. She's, like, I can be messy as fuck and disgusting, but I can also be super feminine. But that's what I'm saying is she is breaking the, the like, barriers between um, sexism and feminism when it comes to comedy. Because, like, if you kind of noticed female comedians steer clear of certain topics, like rape, for instance. Right. And when we saw her in person, one of her bits – Actually, one of her larger bits was about rape. Yeah, rape and, and molestation. Yes. And uh, like we uh, – a couple people in our group just weren't about that. But if you actually think about it, it's – women have gone their entire lives telling themselves they can't fucking joke about it or they can't talk about it. So like the more we do and the more we like n like make people aware of it, even if it's in a joke, it, the better it can That's literally be. why she does it. Yeah. And so like – I just, by the end of the entire thing, Sam and I, one, we were laughing. And yeah. two, like, I just have, I saw her in a different light. And I actually, I mean, I liked her before this. I don't want, like, it's just her podcast was like. Yeah, it wasn't for you. but no, I mean, okay. I still listen to it. It's just my last of the podcast. You know what I mean? Right. It's the podcast I listen to when I need some <laughs> background noise. Yeah. When you've gone through all of your other. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. And See, it's, it's my first one for me. Really? <laughs> yeah. And she 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 pushes them out like four times a week. Hell man. yeah. She's, she's a hustler. Oh, yeah. She's a badass. But 
I don't know. My respect for her has just skyrocketed. I think she's amazing. She also shared us to her story, Woo-hoo. which we had like, what, 20,000 well, Her podcast two- Instagram. Oh, her podcast Instagram. But still, like we had like two grand. Uh, two, yeah, two, over 2,000 views on, yeah, on the 2, video 000. that I made. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I'm trying to support my girl, you know, and they supported us. So aspirations, man. Fuck yeah. Okay, so I obviously went to the comedy show this weekend, like I was saying, but I also ended up at the gay bar later at night, and there's like a little outside place to this gay bar, and I don't know, like I, it's the weirdest thing. I swear to God, I've never smoked cigarettes, okay, and I'm not like a weed smoker, but for some reason, I just love the secondhand smell of like cigs and weed and it's just the weirdest thing do you feel like you like it when you're inebriated or do you feel like it's like all the time so you could be it could be three o'clock in the afternoon I think it's kind of all the time but it's not okay so like I don't like the after smell of it so like when it I I can smell like in my hair that like so disgusts me like yesterday I was like same I was like I'm very hungover I don't really want to shower today but I had to shower because I was so stinky but just in the moment, I'm like, oh, I just like this. And it's weird because, like, also a lot of people that I've, like, dated or, like, people that I've, like, hooked up with, they're – a lot of them are, like, cig smo- like cigarette smokers or and or weed smokers. And I don't know if it's, like – is it pa- Pavlovian's law? Is it Pavlovian? I have no clue. Do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, I – Where it's, like, you – like, when you, when you do one thing and then you get, like, another thing, like – the 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 when the dogs do you know what i'm talking about no (laughs) i have literally no clue it's like a it's in like psychology like where like when you're rewarded for doing a an act over and over again like they the dogs like salivated oh the study yeah i don't know the name um but you know but i'm gathering what you're Okay. Yes. So I don't know if it's one of those things where it's like I smell cigarettes and then I just know I'm going to be making out with someone or something. Maybe. I mean, that I could didn't. be it. I didn't. Did your mom smoke when you were growing up? No. 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 Wow. I don't know what that is then. Yeah. Because like I, I have a lot of thoughts on smoking. One, my parents avid, huge smokers. Like we're talking probably oh, three to five that. packs a day, both of them. Oh yeah, they're insane smokers. Like. The lung cancer that is probably brewing Ugh. in those two's lungs. Um, and then Sam, he is a tobacco smoker. So, like, if you ever see me out with Sam, you'll see him packing his old man pipe and, <laughs> you know, just trucking along with his tobacco, which um, I have thoughts on that, too. Uh, so, essentially, tobacco and cigarettes, completely different smell. I think tobacco, when he's smoking tobacco, it's just a straight up tobacco. I think there's less nicotine. Actually, okay. there might be no nicotine in it. I was wondering what's worse. So to, so cigarettes are worse because it's, cigarettes are worse for a lot of reasons. It's because they're processed. Okay. It's how they're processed. And then they add like more stuff to it. Yeah. Um, while Sam is smoking, like, so you take like 12 steps out of the cigarette process making Mm. and he's doing that. So like, it's not much better. It's literally not much better. I mean, I used to smoke hookah. Yeah. I feel like hookah, you get the same issues with the tobacco. Yeah. 
Um, but and then like everyone I know is a is a is a weed smoker. But yeah, besides me. <laughs> yeah. So I was actually funny, funny story about this is I, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I was seeing a new gynecologist one time and I'm sitting there on the table, butt ass naked. <laughs> and I just left Sam's house. So I'm going to the OB for the first time. I was actually getting an STD ch- test because I accused him of giving me an STD. <laughs> So I was at the store, or but really it was just like a gnarly yeast infection or UTI. I can't remember which. Yeah. Um. So I'm sitting sitting at the doctor. I'm waiting for my vaginal examination to be told that my boyfriend is a cheating, stupid head. <laughs> um. And the nurse practitioner opens the door and she takes a whiff and she goes, "You smell like my grampy." <laughs> And I was like, really? That's just what every naked lady wants to hear with her legs <laughs> spread open. And she goes, I'm so sorry. Do you smoke tobacco? And I was like, no, but my boyfriend does. And she's like, oh, it's the most comforting smell. Can I take a closer whiff? Oh, my God. She like wants to hug you while you're naked. Yes. And she's like, can I take a closer whiff? I haven't. My grampy died when I was just a young, young girl. And I haven't smelled this since. Come on in, And sister. I was like, yeah, embrace me. <laughs> embrace me. Ever since then, I've loved this nurse practitioner. Aww. I try to schedule with her whenever I can. But yeah, I mean, so here's the thing. I don't love the the smoke part of it. Like that bothers me. And I actually feel like I have allergies to it. And I'm like, I get like really sneezy and like kind of wheezy. But just something about the smell. I'm like, mm. Okay, so I was like listening to a podcast or something, and I think they were like kind of talking about this topic. But um a first kiss, okay, so, like, someone that, like, it's either, like, a first or second date, whatever. Would you or do you prefer someone to ask if they can kiss you or to just feel the vibes out and go in for the kiss without asking? You know, I don't think anyone's ever asked me to kiss me. Really? Yeah, I don't think I've ever been asked. I, I know I've never been asked. Now that I think about it, <laughs> I do not think I've ever been asked. So I guess just do it. But like, I guess if you think about it, then like, would it- I honestly don't have a preference. I think it's really nice if someone asks. I think that's a nice like courtesy. Right. Especially too, if you're not feeling it, especially in these days, like I just would rather just in the age of consent, I think it's just smarter to ask. Well, that's kind of like what the, the like, that's where the conversation went with this is, you know, Asking for consent is a sexy thing. But for me, I feel like when someone asks if they can kiss me, it gets awkward because I'm such an awkward person. Like, I feel like there's other ways to be able to figure out if, like, someone would want to kiss you. Like, I think the um, the the test is if you put your hand, like, if the guy puts his his hand on, like, a woman's arm just to do, like, a little touch – and if she doesn't move it away and like so like obviously so that way they're not touching anymore, then that means that they're like into you. I disagree. Um, I th- honestly I know you you think it's unsexy, but like in these days, that's li- literally the safest thing anyone can do is just ask. Um, I mean, I'm a touchy feely type of person and I touch like, especially since I talk with my hands, I've been on dates where I've like touched their shoulders, just getting into like conversation. But do you leave it there? I don't think so. What if someone touches you? Cause I know if someone touches me and I don't want to be touched or I feel uncomfortable, I will move immediately. I get freaked out. I'm like, Ugh, don't touch me. 
<laughs> um, I freak out, but I don't move. Um, I just kind of endure it. Uh, but <laughs> that sounds so rapey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that actually kind of yeah. I mean, true. Um, but that's kind of how like the whole dating this actually kind of goes into our topic too but yeah. that's kind of how the whole dating thing is is like so men are supposed to be chivalrous but while they're trying to be chivalrous it's actually kind of creepy and molesty um because girls aren't like that anymore you know we're independent we don't really need a I man think it depends so like i don't know i just i feel like the safe thing to do is ask Unless it's me. Unless it's you. <laughs> but you also can't get mad at someone for asking. They're just crossing oh, their T's and I don't get their mad. Bases. And I also don't get mad for someone like kissing me that I don't really want to like kiss. But like for me personally, I am the best avoider of being kissed. Like I will go in for a hug and turn my head all the way to the side to avoid it. And or just like literally like, turn around and be like, okay, bye. <laughs> so I, I don't there's like never been a situation where like someone kissed me and I didn't want to be kissed. I have. Um, so that's the difference between you and I. I think I was raised to just endure it while you were raised to never do anything that you don't want to. Never, um, never trust. No, I was <laughs> I don't ever trust anyone. So I'm yeah. just like a, a complete avoidant person <laughs> of it. Like physical touch. Uh, I get nervous about it. Yeah, so, and I, well, also, too, you were raised by a single mom. Yeah. So, you saw what independency looked like on a female perspective. Yes. I was raised to be a housewife. Okay. I was raised where a man is supposed to do everything, and you're basically a man's property. Um. So, I just, it's just how I was raised. So, I can think of at least three times at the top of my head where I was kissed by someone I didn't want to kiss me. Really? Mm-hmm. Was it like a makeout or just a no, just a pack smooch? But I mean, I've I, there's been so many times where I've been coursed into having sex with someone that I ha- didn't want to have sex with yeah. or like whatever. But that's on me. That's not. I on- think a lot of girls just give into it just because they're scared of what might happen if they say no. Yeah, I don't it's think so. That. I think up. it's more so just the pressure of like not wanting like you want a relationship with that person. Don't, you don't want to disappoint them. Yeah, I think that's essentially what it is, too. Yeah. Um, and also like the awkwardness then, at least in my situations where it was just like, fine, I'll give up because I, I'll give it in because I don't like want to fight or make it be awkward or disappoint. Really, I think the yeah. disappointment is like the biggest thing and that's on me like that's how you're you're, like I want to raise my daughter to say no that's yeah and then mean it and then if they're in an uncomfortable situation go home yeah I just it's only going to be embarrassing for five seconds and then guess what when you go home you're going to feel so much better that you didn't do it so even if it's like with a kiss like just say no yeah so like I have a whole entire list of things that I want to instill in my children um and no is a complete sentence Mm. not to mention it comes with like self-worth too and I think I lacked that a lot as a kid as well and self-esteem yeah I don't know I mean I'm sure there probably has been a time where someone's kissed me that I didn't really care to kiss but also like I like kissing so I probably just did it because I wanted to (laughs) yeah like what does it hurt kiss as many frogs as possible that's what I'm going to tell my kids Kiss as many frogs as possible. Yeah, it doesn't I, matter who they are. I need to do that. 
do that again. <laughs> yes. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You're just kissing. Like, as long as you remember to use protection if it gets worse. But I used to make out with literally everyone. There you go. Like, literally everyone. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having sex with everyone either, too. Yeah. It's whatever floats your boat as long as you're being safe and conscious and you're not letting your heart get hurt. I think that's really all that matters. Right. But yeah, so this leads us into our topic. Um, we want to deep dive chivalry. So for those men listeners out there, I know you're like few and far between. <laughs> chivalry is probably something that has been instilled in you since you were a young man. And it's honestly not fair. Okay. I kind of disagree. I feel like it's ingrained in them in like the older generations. I don't think the like our generation of guys was taught to like do certain things that like the older generation does. Well, the definition of chivalry is the medieval knightly system with its religious, moral and societal code, which is honestly the founder found like the foundation of chivalry because that, that's how they were knighted. Um, the combination of qualities expected of an ideal knight, especially courage, honor, courtesy, justice, and a readiness to help the weak. I want to really like, so we're, we're the weak. Yes. <laughs> so that's why I say the idea of chivalry is toxic and I'm not mad that it's dying because the whole basis of chivalry was to basically make yourself look better by doing acts of kindness right it's not because you really i mean no they really want to but like back in the day when our grandmothers were getting married and stuff they were expected not to work so they graduated from high school some went off to secretary school and then some got married and then had kids at a young age and that's what they were expected to do Therefore, these men had to be raised to be able to, one, woo a woman, yeah. and then, two, keep her. And so how you do that is through chivalry. Yeah, but, okay, so, like, here's my take on some of it. Like, I, so, like, I pulled up a list of, like, the top 20, like, most chivalrous acts, like, someone can do. I think a lot of this, though, is just, like, the bare minimum, like, just be a decent human. And that is something that, like, so, but if we take those 20 things and we put them and we take the gender out of it, is it just being polite? Yeah. Number one on this list, holding the door open. And that is what, when, for real? <laughs> so when I put this down on our notebook, it was because some fucking douchewad literally walked into the building of where I was working at the time. He swiped his car, his badge in, got into the elevator, didn't even hold the door open for me. Like then when I got into the door carrying my three bags at the time, he closed the fucking elevator on me. Oh and I was God. like, bro. And so like that's then I went to my notepad and I put sh like whatever I put the fuck down for chivalry. So like, I was thinking to myself, like, are you fucking kidding me? But now that's just I, literally being a decent human. That is what I was thinking when I was like, <laughs> like researching if that was a woman, topic. A, the woman would have probably offered to help you. <laughs> that is what I'm saying is like politeness. So I think instead of calling it chivalry, we need to call it etiquette because right. this is proper fucking etiquette of being a decent human being. Take the penis and vagina out of it. Right. Um, I mean, there's been so many times where I'm like literally like arms full. And here's the thing. Like you were saying, I was raised to be an independent woman. So like 
I always think I got things. Like I'm like, no, I don't need help. Yada, yada, yada. But there's so many times like where I'm carrying so many things, like even at like work previous, like obviously I'm working remotely, but when I used to go into the office, no one would offer to like help me with anything. And it's like, come on, where, where are the, where's the chivalry, you know? But like at the same time, I'm like, no bitch, I got it. But I do have to say just the other day. Um, so I, live on the third floor and I hate, hate, hate making more than one trip after getting groceries. So I'll have like both of my arms covered in bags of groceries to just go up like three flights of stairs. I do it every time though. Like it's almost like a game at this point. Cause you're a bad mama jamma. (laughs) And so I'm like walking and like, honestly, it wasn't even like one of the heavier like loads that I would have to take. And this guy who was clearly dropping off, like, I think it was, like, an Uber Eats guy. So he just, like, dropped something off, like, in my building to someone. And he, he like, came out and he was like, can I help you? And I'm like, no, I got it. He's like, well, at least let me open the door for you. And I just thought that was, like, the sweetest thing. Do you think, here's my question, what generation do you think this man was? I think he was um what's what's the generation below us gen gen z yes i think he was a gen zer interesting it must be millennials that kind of suck so i mean chivalry and gender roles too kind of play a part so i don't want people to think that i'm this badass that doesn't believe in chivalry listen if there's a spider sam's fucking killing it okay (laughs) unless i'm home alone and then i'm getting it because it is not allowed to live (laughs) and then um if we hear a voice in the middle of the night or if i hear noise in the middle of the night guess who the fuck is getting out of bed Mm. not the fuck me yeah okay um so like there are little i will grab my uh pepper spray that i keep on the side of my bed and check it out yeah (laughs) dude i do not miss those i do both roles okay yeah yeah so like there's little things like but at the same time, are those fair expectations to ask of Sam? No. I'm just lucky I found a partner that wants to do these things for me. Yeah. If I were, if if Sam were a woman and I wanted that relationship, like maybe we would take turns doing the same things. You know what I mean? Like it's not an end all be all for those gender, gender roles. But that's what I'm saying is if you take that chivalry list, which I'm interested in seeing, um, and you just took penis out of the equation right would all 20 of those things apply to just Um, being a decent human being i i think some of them but some of them i think do like apply to like the like the standard chivalry like what we would consider like the classic chivalry chivalrous acts um so like the second one is giving up your seat and so like what i think of this is it's like for me personally i'm like well i deserve to sit here just as much as the next person but like if i see like let's say like an older person or like a pregnant person yeah i will will offer well those fucking kids can stay in (laughs) that's true though (laughs) they can but like you know if someone that or like someone that you know broke their leg like i will offer my chair up you Mm -hmm. know and stand until i you know can find my own seat oh yeah so like I don't have a penis and I do that you know but like honestly for me this one I could care less if someone gives me their seat like I do think it would be kind and like I feel like very like gentlemanly I don't know if that's a word um if someone were to offer me their seat but like also I'm not a lazy ass I can just stand here yeah that's how I see it too like if you're an older man or whatever or if you're just a dude and or 
just anybody really and you offer me your seat I'm gonna be super super grateful I might decline I might take it either way I'm gonna be grateful if you're chivalrous if you are polite and chivalrous because that's what I'm gonna say is polite and chivalrous because it's the exact same fucking thing if you're polite and chivalrous I'm always gonna be grateful and it's gonna make me like you more either like no matter what whether it's romantically or as a friend but the more I researched this now I don't know like if your list got into it some of this shit was really insane like the amount that like basically the whole embodiment is to provide and protect women. So I just, it's just the foundation of it. But with that being said, that chivalry code, which the listeners can't see me, I'm using air quotes, created polite men. But essentially, why are we calling them chivalrous men when they're just could be polite human beings? Yeah, I also, I don't know, like, just kind of like thinking about that now, I feel like, you know, chivalry used to be like a standard to court a woman but also like we were like viewed as like property back then and like our rights were very limited whereas now we're more equals so like we don't expect that as much but also like we demand respect so like we're like equal partners versus like we have no say in anything Right. So, and that's where it's like one of those things where it almost becomes unfair to a man because they're expected to be chivalrous while being the provider, while doing all these things, but then have a partner who is an independent badass woman that doesn't want to be thought of as proper, not again, air quotes as property. That's not what I'm saying, but as a lady, you know what I mean? (laughs) So then this man is doing all the things that they don't really have to do because their partner should be taking up half of that responsibility. Okay. So um, number three on this list though is pulling out her chair. I don't like that. No. I can do it for myself. I don't need that. I'm a fully capable human. The only person that has ever pulled out my chair are like old dudes at like church. I don't know that anyone ever. I mean, I feel like there's like one person and I can't remember and it was super uncomfortable. Really? It was a guy like our age? I think so. I I mean, I just like have like one vague memory of it, but it's just I can do it. Please don't. <laughs> so I went to etiquette classes when I was a kid. I've gone to an etiquette class, too. Really? In college, yeah. Yeah, I did it in elementary school and middle school. I don't remember anything really, except I remember that like in the class they did have a, a man who you were supposed to like learn how to be etiquette around the entire yeah. time. And he, he pulled out pushed our chairs in and I fell <laughs> like fell? right the fuck out of the chair too so like so like the whole point is is like obviously our viewers can't watch this but you sit down as they're like putting the chair in and I just couldn't fucking understand yeah that it's concept. like you have to time it perfectly and like I don't know. I feel like at some point you're going to be squatting if they're not pushing fast enough. It just seems like a whole mess. So I was nervous. My timing was off. This dude's timing was off. And la- next thing I know, I'm on the fucking floor and everyone's like mortified because of that course. That is not shocking. Because of course the mistress or master, or whatever the fuck we had to call this lady. Madame. Ma- ah, Madame. <laughs> that was it. It was like Madame or Madame. I can't fucking remember. Anyways, she was like, she had it with my cl- my clutziness. I'm pretty sure I got an F because they did grade you. Pretty okay. sure I got an F and then I did not go back. 
my mom was like, all right, you're a lost fucking cause. Mine was just like a two hour dinner, like how to, you know, like oh, really? proper etiquette. Yeah. I mean, it was for college. I like needed credits to like graduate from business school. But... Mine was like an entire season. Oh, no, I would have killed myself. <laughs> Dude, it was so bad. And then I remember it was at this like beautiful house. Like, so whenever my mom would take me, whether it was like once a month or once every other week, I can't even fucking remember. But like it was at this gorgeous house, which I was excited to go into the house because it was beautiful. But I had to like wear a dress and it was itchy. Oh, and... God. No, I didn't have to wear a dress either. Yeah. Or dress pants. <laughs> um. Okay. So number four is calling when you say you'll call again. The bar is on the fucking floor at this point. Like, if you're saying that you're going to contact me and then you don't contact me, fuck you. Yeah, we're moving on. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, so making sure she gets home after a date. I have strong feelings about this, to be honest with you. It's not necessarily – okay, so, like, the way the way I take this is, like, after a first date. Because if it's a second date, you better be fucking picking me up. Which I know we'll get to that in a second, but I have strong feelings about that. But – um. Making sure that I get home after a date. It's simple. You can just ask that and then let them know that you had a good time. I don't care if it's like actually saying like, did you make it home? I don't need that per se. But if you liked me and I don't hear from you that night after the date, I'm going to assume you didn't like me. And that gives me the ick. I don't understand how these people... I text you guys... When you leave my house, just to make sure you guys made it home. Yes. And then I send you a thank you for coming over. So, like, why? Right. Well, actually, now that you say that, like, if I'm leaving a girlfriend's house late at night, like, no matter who it is, they say, text me when you get home. Yeah, because the, you have that anxiety of, like, do they make it home, home okay? Right. Like, if it's midnight, you know, which, like, it could be only a 10-minute drive, but still, like, again, like, we're we're not even boys and we do that. I more of my girlfriends worry about me getting home than any guy has ever worried about me getting home. So fun fact about me, when Sam and I were dating but living apart. So when he was living at the hippie house, you know, he worked until like one to three in the morning. He would get off. And he walked home because, you know, he lived a couple blocks down from Junk Ditch. And I had him, it was like every night I was like, hey, can you at least text me when you get home so I know you made it home safe? Yeah. And he would always fucking forget because yeah. he thought that was such a fucking task. But I would get anxiety. I get bad like, about forgetting. Um, I would just like get anxiety thinking, what if someone mugged him? What if he got kidnapped? What if someone snatched him and is keeping him with a um award? What is it called? With a... When, you know, a like, bounty a bounty yes <laughs> again he's a man like women we have to worry about that <laughs> but yeah, but guys don't know. roam around this world worrying if they're going to be murdered or raped or sold into sex slavery <laughs> like I mean, that's what we worry about it's, hit, hit and runs happen um not to mention too where he was living there was like random shootings I all know, the time but that's why he probably forgot to text you i know because it wasn't that probably big of a deal to him he at least like, he was like aware of his surroundings instead of in his phone so right okay offering her your jacket when she's cold i feel like that's uh, okay so I have thoughts on that. Obviously, it's a nice thing to do. I remember I was at the Brass Rail, which is a shitty-ass bar in Fort Wayne. 
and I was wearing next to nothing like I did when I was single. Yeah. And Sam was standing outside like he and I weren't official at this time. He was standing outside smoking his fucking pipe. And I go and I meet up with him outside. And there were three guys talking. All three guys offered to give me their jackets. All three. But not Sam. No, Sam, Sam did it first. Oh, okay. <laughs> he did it first, like before he even went out there. He's like, oh, do you want my jacket? And I was like, no, because he weighed like, you remember Sam when we were first dating. He yeah. weighed like the size of my, he was the size of my big toe. Yeah. He was a hard 150 lean. Okay. He's not that much anymore. He's gained a little bit of weight. Not a lot, but. I'm a hard not 150 lean. <laughs> I'm a hard 150 lean. Ate that for lunch with a patty, <laughs> some mustard mayo. Like I'm, I'm, I'm recovering from my 150 lean meal. So um, I knew I wasn't gonna fit into his jacket. Yeah. And so then the other two guys, one was really, really tall, like really, really tall, and I was like, oh my god, I think I would fit into his Carhartt. But I was just too embarrassed because, yeah. like, what if I tried on the jacket and it didn't fit? Okay, so I feel like I have the same thoughts. <laughs> so, okay, so I, there was this guy that, like, I know that I want to say we're, like, at a bonfire or something. And I, like, wore a tank top and I still, like, I don't know, I was, like, scooching up to the fire. And I was still a little bit chilly. And he offered me, I think he was, like, maybe, like, in, like, a long sleeve shirt. but he likes to wear his clothes really tight and he's already a more petite guy if I had to say we probably weigh the same but just we're just built different okay like I'm like a curvy girl he's just like a petiter guy with like a little bit of muscle and he offered me a shirt and I think it would have fit me it would have been tight but like I was like hell no I'm not putting that on and he was a little bit offended because like he was like this will definitely fit you because <laughs> I think he was insecure thinking that I thought he was too small. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm not putting that on. <laughs> that is funny. Um, yeah. Well, at least millennials have that because it sounds like you've been offered a coat. I've been offered a coat. Yeah. I think that makes guys feel manly. Like I don't need a jacket. You know, and I'm not saying feeling manly is wrong. Like, just like feeling feminine is right. Yeah, a man I wanna, has every right. I want a manly man. Yeah, like if you are trying to like bust out your fucking toolbox and you want to fix my car or my toilet, I'm not gonna stop you. Yeah, but just be a decent human being because I don't expect you to be anything other than that. Be a manly man, but also if you are questioning if the woman's going to fit into said shirt jacket whatever you're offering her make sure you're bigger than her because that like would make like I would be mortified if I had tried putting that on and it didn't fit man I miss having a boyfriend that was bigger than me like I would wear all of his clothes and I felt so sexy in his shirt like I mean I'm wearing an oversized shirt right now but you know it just was the greatest. Right. It really was. I just, instead of getting a boyfriend, I just started buying like extra large, extra, extra large t-shirts just so I can just wear them myself. So I'm like, all the Taylor Swift t-shirts, got them. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So this, I, I think some of these are on the list, but I kind of wanted to go through like a couple things that I feel like really strongly about. 
And I think it's just like, and maybe it's wrong of me to think this, but I just, I am so adamant that if I were, if we're going on a second date, like let's say it's like from a dating app or if I know you and you're inviting me on a first date, I think it's really important to ask to pick me up. Like it's so attractive to me. It's, it's just, I feel like there's such a gentleman for doing that. And I know it might be outdated, but I think it's really important. And then there's like a, a couple other pieces to that. I do think in the beginning, a guy should always at least offer to pay. I don't want, I'm not out here trying to split the bill. <laughs> like, If you're inviting me on the date, you better pay. Like that's, and I know like some people feel differently, like, I actually know someone that like they offer to pay to show like they're the masculine one and like that they're running shit. I'm not like that. I am already, I have too much masculine energy as it is. I want to feel like you're treating me to like a special date. And once like I'm dating someone, I do everything 50, 50 for the most part. But in the beginning, I think it's really critical. Then Here's the other piece that I feel super strongly about. I think it's very important to walk me to my door. And it's not because I'm worried that I'm going to be murdered, even though I think about it every time I walk to my door in the, in, in the dark. <laughs> I don't actually think I'm going to be murdered. But it's A, it gives you an opportunity to kiss me because I think uh, like when you're sitting in the car and you're like giving someone a hug, and they try to kiss you like that. That is so fucking awkward. Like, have you ever had that happen? No. Oh, my God. I've had it happen so many times. It's just so awkward. I don't want to do it. If you walk me to my door, it's super easy. You just give a hug and then you give a kiss. But if you're feeling the vibes, at that point, it's so easy to just invite someone in. And then you could get some action. That's the piece that they're missing. If they stay in their fucking car, there's no way I'm going to be like, okay, I guess you don't want to come in. Yeah, that's that. That is actually the whole point of taking them home and picking them up. Um, yes. So I agree <laughs> with you in certain stances. It's it's all just to get laid, okay? <laughs> so one, we should be picking each other up all the time for anything ever, just because you know our Earth is dying. So oh yeah, yeah I'm a that. big fan of carpooling. Yeah, and two. Um, so here's my question. Would you be super offended if a guy uh, asked you out on a date, didn't let you pick, though, was like, hey, let's go to this place and gave you a heads up like, hey, is it OK if we're going Dutch beforehand? Because um, here's my thought. Almost all of my dates, the dude's paid. But like out here and like with inflation and stuff, it is hard. And just well, because... then take me to a cheaper place or take me on a date that doesn't require money. Yeah, that's there's options. Yeah, that I'm not you're... saying you have to take me to dinner. That's a good point. Someone's taking me on a picnic date. That is a really good point. So if you're listening to this, it's not necessarily about the amount yeah. of money that mm -hmm. they spend. It's the like... I am not a picky person. So you wouldn't be mad if someone was like, hey, let, you want to go get Zesto's and nope. just go. Zesto's is a local ice cream chain here you're listening and don't know zestos coffee go to the park for a walk go on a picnic date i do have to say disclaimer the picnic date in theory super romantic make sure there's a bathroom close by because otherwise you're gonna have to pee in the woods and on like a second date that is super awkward and i didn't do it so then i about pissed myself 
promenade is always a really good one because they yeah. have like a really good bathroom and it's pretty and it's romantic yeah. especially around dinner time so and that's another thing too you guys can always just go to drinks like a late night drink and yeah. appetizers oh my god i love just getting a drink but yeah no i i i agree with basically everything that you said i think that we should be doing more carpooling and that is fair i I didn't even think about the fact that dinner doesn't have to be your date. Yeah. Also, to answer, you were saying, what if someone reached out and said, can we go Dutch? Um, I've never actually had anyone say that specifically. Like, honestly, I want to say I've never gotten into a situation where someone, like, wanted me to pay or they, like, wanted me to go Dutch. Like, I I feel like m- almost across the board, 100%, everyone's, like, paid. Yeah. At least for the first and second date. I have had actually no. On a okay, so I went on a first date with this guy and I think it ended up being a little bit more expensive than what he was thinking. Because okay, so Mercado, um, ten out of ten recommends. Mercado. <laughs> Um, oh, best salads. And this was just me maybe interpreting this wrongly. I could have been totally wrong, but like Mercado used to be like a food truck, I guess. And then they opened oh, yeah. the actual like brick and mortar like restaurant. Yeah. And so I think probably what he was thinking is like food trucks are typically like a little bit cheaper. So I think it, he thought it would translate. But Mercado, I mean, there are more affordable options. But like if you get like an entree, it's probably at least 25 bucks. Yeah. And then like on top of that, like a $10 like cocktail. And then if you get two, obviously, so on and so forth. So I think the dinner ended up being a little bit more pricey than what he was expecting. And so, you know, obviously, like, he paid. He was a gentleman. And I appreciated that. You know, I said thank you. I was – I had my manners and stuff. And then he's – like, we were trying to plan a second date. And he asked me if I could pay for the second date. And I – here's the thing. I was already planning on paying for it. But, like, I kind of wanted to go get beers at Promenade Park and do a walk. But then I felt like since he spent so much money on me, that was going to – I was going to look like a cheap ass. So then I was like, well, now I have to take him out to dinner. And we ended up not going on the date, not because of that. But I don't know how I, – I felt, like, a little bit awkward about that. Like, let me offer. Again, that's a double standard, though. You can't have your cake and eat it, too. It's a 50-50 thing. But I would never ask, tell someone that they have to pay for me. What do you mean? Like, he texted me and asked me to pay for it. Like, I would never text someone and say, I want to take you out on a date, but you have to pay this time. Like, I would never say that. Yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like in this world where we want to be equal to men, that's that's pretty 50-50. I mean, that's how Sam and I did, all, like, all of our dating stuff. Like, it was me paying one time and then him would pay the other time and even now like today he got smoothie king for us but i got to brands a couple days ago you know what i mean yeah when i'm when i'm in a relationship i think it is 50 50 and here's the thing i was already going to offer to pay for the second Mm -hmm. date i just thought it was like super awkward for him to like text me and ask me that for a second date when i barely know him was it like a joke though no Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to like knock it just because I don't know anyone's financial situations. And two, like, 
I don't have a conversation in front of me, but at the same time as women, if we want 50-50, we can't have our cake and eat it too. That's pretty 50-50. But again, it still just goes back to like, if you're inviting me out on a date, like again, you don't have to take me to a nice ass restaurant. Like he could have planned the like promenade park date. Yeah. And which like I hadn't told him my plan yet for that, but like that would have cost zero dollars. Oh yeah. No, 100%. 100%. But invite me to your house and cook. You know, or yeah. like, I mean, uh, he was also living with his parents. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was that guy. I got it. Got it. One of them. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, a part of me wants to like <sighs> embrace the femininity and be like, no, it's 50 50 now because when these rules were made, women were property and they didn't have much value in life. Like women were literally just here for men and children. So yeah. I guess, like, for me, so, like, obviously, like, they don't know this right away going into, like, a first and second date, but, like, in a relationship, like, it, I think it should be 50-50, but, like, I think it's broken down, like, if you, like, have, like, let's say, like, a pie chart, like, for me, I'm a planner, so, like, if we're gonna do a trip, okay, I'm gonna plan the whole fucking thing. Okay, I'm going to make sure that our flights get like booked. I'm going to make sure we have our hotels, stuff like that. I'm going to look to see like what we can do there. Um, You know, I do like the girl. Like, I mean, I don't know if I would do grocery shopping every single time. Like and if I'm living with someone, but like I make sure like shit is done. I make sure the bills are paid. And that's like what I obviously I've never lived with anyone. So I don't exactly know like how that would work. But I just know it would be 50 50 and like. Sometimes I just want someone to plan a romantic date so then that way I don't have to think about one more thing and do one more thing and I don't want to have to pay for one more thing. Like just just do it, suck it up and get it over with because when you look at like the big picture of things like it will be 50-50. Yeah, no, you're totally right. It will be 50-50, but to like again I just want to point out like inflation times are hard right now people can't save anymore it's just not a thing um so I don't know it's just a really 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 hard situation that I I just I I really don't have the answer to that but if you can pay that's great in my opinion like I understand like dating is tough like if you if you don't have like a ton of expendable money but like and I don't mean to keep like beating a dead horse here but like there are other options. I also just don't think like if you don't have the money, like I don't want anyone going to debt over anything that I want to, them to do. So either don't do it or just do a more affordable option. And that's a good that I'm glad. I hope we have a male listener that can hear this because they might not think that an affordable option is even an option. I think there are some girls that expect to be taken to fancy restaurants. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just not one of them. I, I don't feel like you would be like, obviously like, no, you're single, if you're like, one of those girls, you can just go fuck the right off because like, what makes you so fucking special is that, are you like not eating carbs forever? Have you just not eaten a carb in your entire life? There's, have you even gone to the gym? So now you have like a goddess body and you feel, think that every man should just like, just throw money on you be like spend all my money like no I mean okay so I'm gonna play devil's advocate here because like on one hand if I want to go to a restaurant like and ask someone to go with me like I I mean I guess at that point like I would probably then offer to pay but 
I like bougie restaurants too. No, and that's fair. You know, I understand like not everyone can afford that lifestyle, but I think, you know, like eat whatever the fuck you want to eat. Like go to the restaurant that you want to go to. if That's like what you want to do. But just understand, like, I think at that point, I think it's a lifestyle difference. And like if someone can't keep up with like a certain lifestyle of someone else's, they're probably just not a good match. No. No, and you're absolutely right. I mean, but if if you're expecting a man to take you to a fancy, like, for instance, like club soda on the first date, have the fucking decency to offer to pay for half and then don't get fucking pissed off when they allow you to pay for that half because no one's trying to drop 150 bucks on the first fucking date. This is this goes back to, though, why I love if a guy's asking me out on a date. And I know I get a lot of shit for this, but I want them to pick the place that because is, I don't know their financial situation. Yes. And if I'm picking fucking Mercado, which like I didn't pick Mercado, he picked Mercado that from from the previous story. Mm-hmm. But like if I'm picking Mercado or like a Proximo and that's not in their financial means, I don't want to feel like shit for doing that. So what you should do, and this is what I always did. So even now with Sam, if he's like, I don't know. What do you want for dinner? I give him three options and he can choose one of the three and it's all within a different price range. So like you could do the Marquette Marquette or whatever it's called. Marquee. Yeah. Marquee. And then maybe you could do like a pizza place here. So 800 degrees. And then like a last one could be like black dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. I actually love when a guy gives me three options and then I can pick from the three. Okay, and then the last one I just wanted to add because I fully believe in this is ask her to dance. 10 out of 10 recommend. So one of the best moments, and I highly doubt that Sam remembers this, but one of my favorite COVID moments when we were in quarantine is I, Sam and I slow danced to a Beatles song. At home? In my living room. Oh, my God. That's my dream. It was so, so cute. And I was Not necessarily the Beatles, but any song. I was singing the song. (laughs) So, like, it was just so, so cute. And we both were laughing and smiling. And we were just, like, having a really great time. Yeah. We've done that twice. Like, once was in during COVID. And then once was, like. Did he ask you to dance? No, I think I asked him. Okay. So, like, I think we were getting up. And I was, like like dance with me and he did it and we've, we did it one other time but it was really close to the same time frame so yeah. like it was both times so 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 sweet and those are the only times we've ever danced together I mean me so I love to like dance in my kitchen like when I'm like cooking and stuff like waiting for stuff to like same. cook and stuff and I'm like sometimes I'm like it would just be so much more fun if I could be dancing with someone else mm-hmm. <laughs> you know Sam humps me randomly I would I would take it anything yeah like I just (laughs) bend over and I act like we're actually having sex and then he finishes fakely (laughs) and that's how we that's our love language we fake fucking all the time (laughs) literally I was making dinner last night just fucking humping away yeah until he fake came all over my back I mean I wouldn't want that all the time but like I don't know slow dancing or just like having fun in the kitchen or whatever no, but I, I agree with that one, too. Like, I'll dance with Sam wherever he wants me to dance. Like, slow dance. I will slow dance with Sam wherever he wants me to dance with him. Yeah. I love, like, when I'm, like, talking to a guy, like, like on a dating app or whatever, like, just, you know, in the beginning stages. 
I love referencing like dancing or something of that nature because I like to hear if they are a dancer because a lot of guys aren't. But I love when a guy like if you're at a wedding, I love when someone dances with me and I don't want you to have to be plastered. Like, obviously, if that's what it takes, I will get you there. (laughs) But like, I don't know. Like, I just I think it's like like I love dancing so much. I do it all the time by myself when I'm out, you know, I'll just randomly start dancing at the grocery store. Like if there's music, I'm dancing to it. And so I think that's like really important. So like it's a turn off when the guy's like, I don't ever fucking dance. And I'm like, bye. <laughs> this will never work. <laughs> so Sam is a like obsessed with music, but he's also like the type of guy that when he goes to a show, he likes to dance and I'm not that person. Really? Yeah. The only reason I don't is just because I don't like having the attention. Mm. Um, so I just like, you know, I do, I have my own things that I like to do when I'm with like, like, you know, me, live music is my, it's the yeah. only thing that really can get me out of my house these days. Um, <laughs> but like, I, don't like to like full-on boogie and sam is a boogier he like lets his soul just i love that for him i yeah i i also love dancing at concerts too yeah it's but I'll, I'm, I'm, a, I'm more okay at concerts dancing my, by myself like i don't want to grind or anything so it's like obviously you're not gonna be slow dancing a bunch at a concert so that's, yeah that's less of a concern for me than like at like a wedding but um yeah no slow dancing in my living room all about it uh, I think we've got a couple weddings coming up, so we'll be slow dancing and dancing at those, hopefully. So, Abby, I know that you're waiting for your knight in shining armor, but I think that this conversation may have changed chivalry a little bit in your mind, you know, when you think about it. It is a good thing if that's what what you're into and all that stuff, but at the same time, like, I think we just need to drop the C word and just call it basic human being just skills. Just being respectful. And yeah. nice, a kind person. So this week, guys, I yeah. have another Ope story for you. <laughs> We're ready for the Ope story, girl. So as you guys know, I am just like, you know, social media inept, I guess. <laughs> I am one that is lacking the skills that it takes to be a successful millennial in this world. So I'm still getting used to TikToks. Abby, you're rocking the making the TikTok thing. I'm trying. <laughs> haven't even tried to really make a TikTok. I mean, I've tried a couple times. Like, I tried making a TikTok of my dog. I will help. Like, one night, I think we need to sit down, and I need to teach you how to make a TikTok because I just – I'm so serious. I think you would just be hilarious at reaction videos. Like, the shit that comes out of your mouth is so funny, and I just think people would eat that shit up. I know. I, I feel like – That is something that I just love. I love reacting to things, too. Like, I love having people watch me react to things, too. So, I I don't know. I would do good at that. But so I'm not a jealous person. Sam is, like, my life partner. We've decided this. But, like, sometimes, you know, I get a little insecure because I am a big, plump, juicy tomato. His (laughs) ex-girlfriend is, like, a skinny, tiny, little, not juicy tomato. And she's beautiful and all of these things. So sometimes I just get self-conscious and I'm like, what is this bitch up to today? Yeah, but you're beautiful too. Oh, thanks. But anyways, she's also way younger than me. She's like way, way, way young. Um, Like fresh out of college young. 
So I was just like, I know that she posts some shit on TikTok. So I'm going to look her up on TikTok. And so I like <laughs> type in her name and I'm watching all these videos, making sure not to like it because that what's the most fucking embarrassing thing you can do is like a fucking thing. And then they yeah. know you're creeping on them. Go back on Instagram like 74 weeks and then like the picture of them with their grandma. Yeah. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> So then I like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm done with this. So I go and I click the home button and I like have a notification. I didn't really, I never check my notifications. So I've always seen where it's at. Like I just have never really paid attention to you it. probably have never had a notification. Yeah, probably. So I'm like looking at it and I'm like, okay, Brittany just messaged me. I'm going to read this conversation. As I'm going to click on it, I see the people who viewed your thing. So I click on it and it's giving me a list of all these people who viewed my TikTok profile and all of it's just like really large content creators that I've recently commented on their stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> I didn't even know this was a fucking thing. How could you, how do you view? And then I look and I'm like reading through it and I Google it and I'm like, how can someone, and I finally realize that I have this fucking thing on yeah. that you have to turn off. And so Sam's ex-fucking-girlfriend definitely knows I was creeping on her and just, you know, checking in on her and her fiancé, and they're doing great, in case anyone was wondering. Yeah, Nikki was like, oh, my, like, in her group chat, she's like, oh, my God, I did this thing. How do I turn it off? <laughs> and honestly, like, my, like, advice to her was, who, like, I understand it's the ex-girlfriend, so, like, that's awkward. Do you think she knows who you are? Yes. Okay. So, like, that was, like, one thing I wanted to ask you. I mean, it's embarrassing for sure. But at the same time, like, it's TikTok. People want you to go. If they're making content, they want you to look at it. They want you to like it. They want you to interact with it. So, at the same time, it's like, well, you're giving her more views. So, she probably doesn't care, especially if she's younger. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. Um, But also, too, I just feel like she gets the upper half. But she also knows I have the better Sam. So, um. <laughs> I kind of win in that in that situation right. um and like Sam's way hotter than her fiance not trying to like yuck her yum but I got the lucky one but um yeah but it's like I don't know I think you just need to stop obviously stop looking at the TikToks but like I don't know I think when you just go to the ex's profiles it's just asking for insecurities to pop up oh yeah like it does nothing for me yeah. whatsoever whatsoever and then after this whole conversation I was like guys I was today years old when I found out you could see how how you can see people's stitches on TikTok. <laughs> Welcome um, to 2022, Nikki. I know. Guys, I want to thank you for keeping up with me and my journey of not being like my grandparents and knowing things about social media. If you see stuff on our Instagram, it is from me. It is not Nikki posting. So Absolutely. I try to make it sound like it's from us, but it's never from us. Anyone if else? it's me commenting on your on your like post or whatever i will put an n but nine times out of ten it's abby yeah 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 thanks abs for being the og <laughs> speaking of our instagram you can follow us at the oak girls pod you can follow me at abby mccarville um and then also i just want to say dun, 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 we are doing a merch giveaway so pop over to our instagram i am posting about it on tiktok if you're following me there but it's all going to be on Instagram. The rules and everything will be in a post. So just do a little searching. And um, yeah, you know, if you do all the things, you might win some Ope Girls merch. And who doesn't want to be the first OG, the Ope Girls <laughs> podcast 
girl like honestly and these are the, the designs are super cute the tanks are cute i think you guys are gonna like it so definitely stalk our insta and do whatever we tell you to do so you can be an og bitch hell yeah Oh.